What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Wednesday edition, with your boy Steel Roden and your boy Big Flip Livingstone. Today's episode features a look at top three bounce-back fantasy candidates and a wrap-up of all the league news abuzz. Thank you for being here, everybody. Let's tap in. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Happy Hump Day, and welcome back inside the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast Lab. It is a jam-packed episode, as always, but today's episode features a look into three players that have taken a back step in the couple of last couple of seasons, but are primed to take a step forward this upcoming season. And that means you have to have your eyes on them. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We are also going to kick off this episode with a little league rumor roundup because there is a lot of news coming out of multiple big franchises across the NHL, including Jacob Truba being named the 28th captain in New York Ranger history. A big offer to Nazem Kadri. Lots of talk about steel. Let's get right into it because I think the juicy part of this episode is our bounce back candidates. I'm really excited to hear who you have on your top three list. But yeah, let's talk about it, my friend. Truba captain. Isles making some big money splashes to Nazem Kadri and Nathan McKinnon primed to be the highest paid player in the league. You take it away, my friend, wherever you want to go. I'm happy to chat. <laughs> There is a lot to talk about. Obviously, I think uh, I think for me, one of the biggest news, and I think for you as well, uh, as you mentioned uh, earlier today, was Jacob Truba being named the captain of the New York Rangers. I think this was a long time coming for the organization to finally name their next captain, uh, their next captain in uh, franchise history. And I am actually super, super happy and super excited for Jacob Truba that he mm -hmm. was named the captain for the New York Rangers. What an honor it is to be named the captain for such a prestigious organization. But this just reminds a lot of people, but this reminds me that you don't have to be a superstar and you don't have to be a star in the league to mm -hmm. be this type of, be, uh, be this type of guy and be a leader for your team. And this is a great, a, a great move by the New York Rangers organization naming Jacob Truba because he isn't a superstar. He's not a star in the league, but he's a great defenseman and he gets the yes. job done. I love the way he plays the game and yep. he has been, uh, one of the heart and souls of the New York Rangers for the last couple of seasons, and it's true. honestly, I'm proud. I'm proud of this guy for being named the captain because it, it is a, a prestigious honor to be named the captain for such a uh, a great uh, great organization like the New York Rangers. 28th captain in franchise history, and I think you brought up a very interesting point about Jacob Truba. Not a superstar, but putting up 11 goals and 28 points still makes him a valuable fantasy target, in my opinion. Huge especially a guy who also gets penalty minutes, shots on goals, and we know he can also lay the body. 207 hits last year. But also, how about 204 shots on net? His offensive game has really come around in a big way since he's moved over to the New York Rangers. I think what he has in the tank, though, Steele, as a leader as well and in that locker room makes him an absolute shoe-in fit for the New York Rangers captaincy. And I think you're going to see another solid, defensively responsible season from Truba next year. And he's a guy that I know in deeper format, Steele, I absolutely love yes. to have. Because he checks a lot of boxes, banger leagues, hits, block shots, all of the above. So 
I think it's the absolute right move from the New York Rangers. We can both agree on that. And just another piece in the solid armor that the New York Rangers are building, net out, they have all that it takes, in my, I think, in both of our opinions, to make a run at that Stanley Cup. That is clear. Yeah. What is also clear is the New York Islanders are making a big push for Nazem Kadri. Yes. You and I both speculated that he is a player that would fit in very nicely in New York. He's a New York Ranger or New York Islander type player. Don't let me get too twisted here. But the offer uh, on the word line is here, Steele. The Islanders offer Nazem Kadri a seven-year deal worth $49 million. That's a $7 million AAV. I don't know what you think about this, but I do know that Nas was hoping for north of 8.5. Yeah. So I don't know if they get this deal done, but it does seem like he's bound for the New York Islanders. Yeah, I was just about to say that the deal is obviously massive. I think it's going to be a great deal uh, for the New York Islanders, but he probably is going to want a little bit more money. So I can mm. see Nazem Kadri potentially rejecting this offer and asking yeah. for a little bit um, closer to $8 million a year, maybe even north of $8 million a year on his next contract. Um, I think he knows his value right now after the season he just put up with the Colorado mm. Avalanche. I think you know he has two teams in mind. It's between the Avalanche and the Islanders right now, and it's whether or not the teams can get a deal done. And that's most likely not going to be uh, happening for the Avalanche. Like, as we mentioned before, the longer this goes on, the longer it takes yeah. to get a deal done, the I longer agree. it's, uh, or the more likely it's going to happen that he's going to be moving away from the Colorado Avalanche. So for me, I think the deal is fair at seven years, $7 million, yeah, me too. Uh, me too. $49 million, But he's probably going to ask for a little bit more just because of the incredible season he just had. That's just it. And his agent does have that in his back pocket at the bargaining yeah. table. 28 goals, 59 assists in 71 games. Mind you, Steele, and we have to bring this up because this is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. By the way, you can find us across all platforms. You find your favorite and hottest content for free. And that also includes YouTube. So make sure you out there smashing that subscribe button. But Steele, we know that Nazem Kadri had the benefit of playing in that top six in Colorado. Yes. Playing in the top six in New York, not going to be the same. Some interesting pieces there. Some bounce back candidates actually on that roster. Tint, hint, yeah. tease, tease to later in the show. But I would say his fantasy value takes a little bit of a step back. And I don't think 87 points is realistic for Nas if he's in the mix in New York. But that doesn't mean that he isn't still a very good fantasy option. Uh, speaking of which, one that also checks all the boxes very much like Jacob Truba. Yeah, and that's not even, you know, trying to be harsh about Nazem Kadri. It's just the reality no. of the situation that he's in Thank right you. now. Uh, obviously playing with the Colorado Avalanche. Guys like Landis Gog, McKinnon, who we're about to talk about very, very soon. Kale McCarr, yep. all these guys in the yes. in the top nine for the Avalanche. But even on the blue line, he had the opportunity of playing with them. And it's not going to be the same for the New York Islanders. So, yeah, it is going to diminish his fantasy value a bit. But... Uh, he still had an incredible season. He's an incredible player. Uh, yes. And any team would be happy to have him on their team. And again, like you said, this could bring back some guys and elevate their game who need a bounce back year this upcoming season. Thank you very much, Steele. And I'll leave it at this with the New York Islanders take. If you slot Nazem Kadri in right there on that top line, all of a sudden up the middle, lots to like in New York. Matt Barzal. Brock Nelson off a really good year. And you have Jean-Gabriel Pajot as your fourth-line center. Very serviceable two-way centerman. All of a sudden, I'd be a little bit worried about foot speed with this Islander team. A lot of heavy-footed mans up there, aside from Barzal. 
But let's see. Maybe it can kickstart Anthony Beauvillier. Maybe it can kickstart Anders Lee. We will see about that. And we will see about Nathan McKinnon. Thank you for teasing that. Let's wrap that up, the Nathan McKinnon talk, right after the break. Because this man, speaking of getting paid, Nathan McKinnon is going to get paid. We'll talk about him after the break. We're also going to talk about the top three bounce-back fantasy candidates at the end of the show. But very first and very quickly, I need to hit you with a new product that Steele and I continue to use before and after the gym to stay energized. It is AG1 from Athletic Greens. With just one delicious scoop of this stuff, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and ingredients, including minerals, probiotics, and lots of other deliciousness to start your day right. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just one scoop of AG1 in water every day. That's all you need. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it real easy, Athletic Greens is giving you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget we are free and available on all podcast platforms, which also includes YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe and the follow button. Flip and I appreciate all the love and support out there. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And Flip, let's continue on the topic remaining with the Colorado Avalanche, but probably their most, you know, experienced player, uh, you know, their best player, Nathan McKinnon, most likely going to be the highest paid player in the NHL uh, for his upcoming contract. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the rumors that Nathan McKinnon is seeking 13 million plus average annual yeah. uh, on his next contract? It, 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 it's look 13 million Nathan McKinnon, one of the best players in the league right now, but that, yeah. that that's a tad high. That's a tad high. Thir- 13 million is a lot. That makes him the highest paid player ever in NHL history, higher than McDavid, higher than Austin Matthews. These players did sign their deals a number of years ago, their long-term deals. So there's something to be said about the direction that the league is heading and the money that players are now making. But Steele, if any player aside from McDavid is worth that moniker, aside from McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Matthews, it's got to be Nathan McKinnon as well. Because, my goodness, again, we're comparing him to a player like Connor McDavid in terms of skating ability. That's a full stop conversation right there because Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL and Nathan McKinnon is right there. Also, how about 32 goals and 56 assists in only 65 regular season games? What does this man do with a full 82 this year and a little bit more leash now that that Stanley Cup pressure is off the back? I'm going to expect an absolutely sensational year from Nathan McKinnon. And I'm going to say I'm with you on saying that 13 and a half might sound high, but I have a feeling he signs that deal and he absolutely blows the doors off the league this year. By the way, and I'll leave it at this before I throw it back to you, he's only 26 years old and getting better. He is just hitting his prime. And I think we mentioned this a couple of players, a couple of episodes ago with a guy even like Kirill Kaprizov. These guys are yeah. 24, 25, 26 there is a lot left in the tank. And I think the ceiling is even higher with Nathan McKinnon. I think he's just starting to scratch it. I don't know what you think about that take. 
I completely agree. Uh, I do think 13 million is a little bit high, obviously, when we're mm, comparing mm. him to Connor McDavid, the best yeah. player in the NHL. Fair. But Fair. It, look, he definitely deserves it because he took a pay cut on his last contract in order yeah. for the Avalanche organization to bring in these type of guys like Nazem Kadri, Arturi mm. Lekin, guys uh, at the trade deadline or even in the offseason to make their team better so they can win the Stanley Cup. They did that. He's like, okay, we won the, we finally won the Stanley Cup. I got my ring. Let me get paid now. Uh, I think I think he absolutely deserves it. Again, yeah. I, I think 13 million is a little bit high, but if he becomes the highest paid player in the NHL, kudos to you, pat on the back. You absolutely de- deserve it, Nathan McKinnon, because you are a hell of a player. Hey, and there was one of those plays in the in the NHL playoffs this season, and you know maybe you can remind me because I forget who it was against. But he took a stretch pass end to end at full speed, blew the doors off two D men and roofed it. Maybe he does that all the time. But it's these kinds of moves that I pretty common with Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's probably happened more than once. But his edge work, his skills with his skating. His, you know, his dimensions, how he stays square to the ice and very hard to push off the puck. Those are things you can't teach in hockey. And if you can and have the ability to do what he does offensively as well, this is just magic on the ice. And that's what we see with Nathan McKinnon. And I'll leave it with this. How about 46 game-winning goals throughout his career? That is a special number. Last year, he had five game winners and he only played 65. When you're talking about a guy earning his paycheck steal, This guy really does do it on the offensive end. But we will see. We know he's going to get paid. What is the number? That will shake out. What the number you need to know about right now for the rest of this episode is the top three. Top three fantasy bounce back candidates. I have three guys. Again, Steele and I usually don't do any prep before the show. When we have lists, we like to do it a little bit wild so Steele can chirp my picks. And that's what we've done today. And let me start it off, if you don't mind, Steele, with my third player. We talked about the New York Islanders. We've talked a little bit about they need that insurgence of Anazim Kadri. And I think if he does sign with the Islanders, and it seems like he will, a player like Anders Lee, to me, has all the ability from a goal-scoring perspective, size, power forward, skill, to bounce back. 28 goals last year. This is a guy who's put up 35, 40, 29 regularly with some bad Islander teams. Now there's some good young players really starting to hit their stride. Add in a Nazem Kadri. I'm saying the 28 goals that we saw from Anders Lee last year and 46 points. I'm going to say you can definitely see a massive increase from him. He's a bounce back target in my opinion, Steele. Hit me with you think about that one. Yeah, that was someone I took an eye. Uh, I took a look at. That's someone that I actually drafted towards the later stages for my team last year, and it just didn't mm. pan out at the beginning of the season. He just wasn't really effective. Yeah. Uh, I did take a look at him, and I think with Nazem Kadri in the lineup, uh, he would uh, he would be able to uh, increase his fantasy value. But for me, like even before the uh, even before the surgery, uh, even before the last couple of seasons with COVID. He only puts up an average or he's consistently putting up an average of 45 to 55 points a season. So yeah, I think he can be a bounce back player, but there were some other players that I had in mind and I'm actually going to head out West to a team that, you know, it can probably be compared to the New York Islanders very, very easily. Mm -hmm. And that's the Dallas stars. One of those teams that only had one line really going offensively. Wasn't really scoring that much Uh, defensively. Probably the Islanders are a little bit better, but in that, uh, you know, Sorokin and Jake Ottinger got some young guys uh, to hold down the fort in the crease. But the guy I'm actually looking at um, 
for fantasy value impact and to bounce back this season is Tyler Sagan, yeah. uh, a guy who I drafted relatively early last year. And again, uh, didn't really have any impact on my team per, uh, per se for that high of a draft pick. But at 30 years old and, you know, obviously with the organization behind him and the GM coming out and, you know, trying to hold the, their top players like Jimmy Ben and Tyler yeah. Sagan accountable, mm -hmm. he needs to really bounce back in my opinion because Huge. his first five years with the Dallas Stars, he was putting up 70 plus points consistently. And ever since COVID-19 uh, COVID started, as well as the injury that he had a couple of seasons ago, yeah. he just hasn't been quite the same. He put up 50 points. Uh, I believe he put up 50 points a couple of, yeah, he put up 50 points last year or a couple of seasons ago. Uh, he only played three games uh, in 2020, 2021 because of the, the uh, injuries that he had, mm -hmm. the hip injury, mm -hmm. I believe. And then yeah, last yeah. year, 81 games, uh, 81 games for 49 points. I think we can see a little bit of a bounce back, some accountability from Tyler Sagan. He's only, again, he's 30 years old. He mm. has the skill set. It's kind of oh just God, at yeah. this point trying to find, uh, get back into his, into uh, get his mojo back, get his groove back. There is a lot to be said about Tyler Sagan because he is a, he's, I believe, one of the highest, well, he is one of the highest paid players yeah. in the <laughs> NHL. AAV, he might be the highest paid player in the league this year, which is crazy. Because you're right, Steele. He has all-day talent and special offensive skills. But that injury and the COVID factor and sidebar, that's something that has also affected Anders Lee and two yeah. of the other players on my list. Injuries have hindered them. COVID has also played a factor in their recovery. But I think now that we're getting finally really clear of the COVID bubble for the most part, and these players that I'm mentioning are getting healthy, I think it could be huge. And I think you're right with Tyler Sagan. If he has a really great offseason, one in which he kind of retools that body, he's not the Tyler Sagan of four or five seasons ago. No, He has to play a bit of a different game. Maybe even the shift we saw in Sidney Crosby when he was taking too many injuries, too many hits to the head, and he changed his style a little bit. He went out on the peripheral a little bit more, more of a distributor, less mixing it up. Maybe Tyler Sagan can shift and adapt his game in the same way. No, I'm not trying to draw comparisons to Tyler Sagan and Sidney Crosby. But when a guy gets a lot of injuries, like both of these players have, you have to adapt, Steele. That is for sure. My two players, two and one, they're going to adapt big time this season and be fantasy targets for everyone out there listening. And I'll hit you with them right after the break. Yeah, and we'll get to those two players that both of I, that both of uh, you and I want to discuss. But I have to let everyone know real quick about BetOnline.net. They are the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find re find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sport wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered for everything. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions happening today. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day. Again, don't forget we are free and available on all podcast platforms, which also includes YouTube and thank you so much for hitting the subscribe and the follow button and for tuning in for today's episode. Flip and I appreciate it, appreciate it, and all the love, love and support. So thank you so much for tuning in. Flip, let's continue on to our top three bounce back players uh, for this upcoming season. And, I, you know, I'll just kick us off right now 
I was looking at San Jose, uh, San Jose's defenseman, Eric Carlson, someone that we've talked a little bit about. Uh, and I think you and I have both agreed on this upcoming season with the Brent Burns move. This is an mm. advantageous spot for fantasy owners and for him as a fantasy player to really impact and elevate his game on the blue line, because this is a guy who we saw before could be, uh, who was one of the best defensemen in the leagues at the time. But obviously with that Achilles injury, he hasn't been quite the same. Uh, he goes out and puts 10, uh, 10 goals, 25 assists for 35 points last, uh, last season for uh, 302 fantasy points on the season. So for me, not good enough. But with the, you know, yeah, with the opening now uh, mm. as the top defenseman, right shot defenseman for the San Jose Sharks, Brent Burns gone. This opens up the door for Eric Carlson to be that guy once again. And we, we, we probably both know this, but the Sharks aren't going to be a good team at all. But he's yeah. probably going to be leading the power play. He's going to be on the, mm -hmm. the penalty kill unit. Uh, he's going to be the top defenseman for the San Jose Sharks. So I could expect him to elevate and bounce back in a big way for the Sharks. Listen, this is a bold take, my friend, and I appreciate it because I think maybe some of my guys are a bit safe for the old bounce back prediction. So I appreciate the boldness of this take. And we know Eric Carlson was a player who was absolutely elite in the assist category for yeah. a number of years. That pass that he made in the playoffs a couple of years ago, end-to-end, -end, tape to tape, is still one of the top highlights I have ever seen in my career. And I'm with you, though, Steele. I think he is going to have an opportunity. And I don't think that the Sharks are going to be as bad as everyone predicts. But I will say this. Eric Carlson is currently rated on the ranking list that we were talking about yesterday on yesterday's episode at Yahoo Sports at 167 overall. I would say, though, that that is not a really fair rating. And he's still in the mix with some good defensemen. On this list, Charlie McAvoy, Vince Dunn, Justin Falk, Seth Jones, Jared Spurgeon, all of, well, Jared Spurgeon is injured, but you know what I'm saying here? Yeah. The value is there in Eric Carlson. I don't know if I see it as much. If he does have to log a lot of minutes, I'm worried about his ankle. That ankle has just been shredded up over his career, and it has been one of his major weaknesses. If he can stay healthy, love this take. Absolutely love it. And he can probably get him at bargain bin prices in a later round to really augment your defensive core. Speaking of augmenting, how about a look at the Detroit Red Wings, Jakob Verana for a bounce back season, a guy who has been proven that he can snipe in the NHL. He's had a couple of bad seasons with injury and that is obviously a red flag for a guy who only had 19 points last season. But 19 points in 26 games, steal is something you have to pay attention to. Because when he came back from his shoulder injury, I believe it was a shoulder, he looked really good. And I will throw this out there. How good are the players and lines around him now in Detroit? He gets a mix on with Andrew Kopp, David Perron on a second line. I'm loving his value even more. And I'll leave it at this. In his last two full healthy seasons, 47 points, 25 goals, 52 points and 25 goals. He is right in there as that 25-30 goal man. And I'm telling you, a lot of GMs out there are going to sleep and pass on him. You can yeah. jump on him and he is a bounce back target indeed. That was a guy that I was really wanting to, to draft for my fantasy team. Unfortunately, he just got taken a couple picks before it came up to me for my mm. pick. But yeah, he is one of those guys when he is healthy. And if he can stay healthy, I expect him and the Detroit Red Wings to be very, very legit this year uh, for, you know, 
trying to make up a, a wild card or even, uh, you know, make the postseason for the first time in a long time. My final pick, and I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Uh, and it's, you know, compared to the other two players who are on the older side, this guy is a younger guy, but I think we saw a little bit of a drop off after he was traded at the deadline this past season. Okay. Uh, you know, he took a big step in 2021 compared to 2020. Uh, Brandon Hagel, that's the guy I really want to talk Ooh, about because okay. he was not what I expected uh, when he got traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I was very True. disappointed uh, in his postseason play. Uh, didn't really do that much yeah. to help the Tampa Bay Lightning try to win their third Stanley Cup uh, in, in, in as many years. But in 2020, played 52 games. Nine goals, 15 assists for 24 points. It's an average season for a 22-year-old. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. But in 2021, puts up 21 goals, 16 assists, 37 points in 55 games with the Chicago Blackhawks. He took a big leap, a big step in that season. He gets traded, and he puts up seven points in 22 games with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. So he just didn't really find the chemistry. He didn't find his groove since uh, ever, ever since being dealt by the Blackhawks to the Lightning. I didn't still, I didn't, he didn't really seem comfortable out there. So for me, I mm. saw sparks at the beginning of the season when he was with Chicago, that he could be a, a really good fantasy player, but just a great player in general. He didn't get that chemistry going with the Tampa Bay lightning. I expected, you know, having a fresh start, a fresh season, kind of recuperating, uh, refocusing his mindset yeah. in this upcoming season and kind of getting a, a, being better than what we saw in the postseason with the Tampa Bay lightning. So I expect, Brandon Hagel, 24-year-old Brandon Hagel, to bounce back in a big way. Hey, these are some sneaky ones that you're bringing up. I like that you did that. It kind of offsets mine that were maybe a bit more obvious. Brandon Hagel, though, was a guy who was putting up good goal-scoring numbers, pure yeah. scoring numbers, on a Chicago team with not too many guys to feed him the puck. I would have thought the same as you, Steele. Going into the Tampa Bay, even in the bottom six, playing with guys like Nick Paul, I still like what they have down there in the bottom six. And I think he is going to take a step forward next season. I love him as your top bounce back pick because also maybe some of these guys will get slept on. I mentioned Jacob Truba. It sounds like someone was paying attention to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast in your <laughs> league and knowing that we were going to look at him. But again, Hagel is going to be a guy that not everyone will be taking a deep look at. In deeper formats, you definitely want to have your eyes on him because I love him for a bounce back. And let me know what you think about this deal, because Thomas Shabbat is an elite, elite defenseman, but he went points in the season last year without registering anything. He started last year with a rough stretch. He got hurt, came back, played pretty well, went ice cold, comes back, finishes the year with three assists, looking great. So maybe it's not a bounce back per se in terms of performance, but maybe bounce back in terms of staying on the ice and immediately yeah. he is going to be an absolute fantasy stud this year, playing with the likes of Debrinkat and Stutzla and all the other studs that they now have in the mix. Oh, I forgot about Claude Giroux as well, a Hall of Famer. There is a lot to like right now going on offensively for the Ottawa Senators, and there is one beast man on the back who is going to be benefiting from all of those power play assists, five-on-five five assists, and any other time, and it's Thomas Shabbat. I think maybe it's not bounce back is the right way yeah. to say it. Maybe that's not the right way to say it because he was injured for five to six weeks with a busted hand, but I'm going to say compared to what he did last year, Thomas Shabbat is in for a season of big-time numbers. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a bounce back per se. I would say that his value, his fantasy value does skyrocket with mm. the uh, offseason changes the Ottawa Senators have made. So his value is definitely going to increase as well as just the overall, uh, you know, the generality of the Ottawa Senators yeah. roster is probably going to increase as well after the changes they just made. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, though, go check out Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. It's free and available on all podcast platforms, just like this one right here. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Once you do, you'll get all the latest episodes Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. We are dialing the episodes back just a little bit in the month of August, but ramping back up for the month of September right before the season starts. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's podcast with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. And I'm going to finish it with this one. This episode is donated, sponsored by, and dedicated to Mrs. Anna Doherty. Shout out to Granny, a real G. Peace.